0: Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki wherever you get your podcasts. is on from Real Housewives of Potomac up, up, and what a year I keep putting this out there Name a bigger celebrity rivalry right now I mean uh, I can't who 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 fought like this I mean I don't know y'all name somebody I feel like it's like Teresa Giudice back in the day when she threw a table at Danielle they didn't speak for six years they their BFFs like that's how this will unfold so Candace is on she gives a super revealing interview but before we get to Candace, I want to tell you to thank and support our sponsors. The best way to support this show is to frequent our sponsors, and that includes RNG Insurance and David Gorman, Gormanating Auto Insurance. Dan and I went with him. We saved $20 a month. And now for the two of us to be insured on one vehicle is less than $100 a month with full coverage. How can David Gorman do this magic? Well, he does it because RNG Insurance has been in business over 20 plus years, has an awesome reputation, and they are not hooked up with one provider so they can actually shop you around to get the absolute best rates. And that goes for life insurance, home insurance, renters, commercial insurance, boat insurance, jewelry insurance, anything you need so much more. Check him out on Instagram, David Gorman Insurance, and hit up their website to get free quotes at R-N-G-A-N-D-G insurance.com. Also, Horizon Fibroids, love our guy, Dr. Will. Dr. Will is doing five free consultations for the month of October, and you guys, we're almost halfway booked. I've already had two women get free consultations to head to Dr. Will. So if you're a woman who thinks that you have fibroids, if you've had fibroids in the past and they're back, or maybe you've just been diagnosed, and even though you love your OBGYN, OBGYNs are not specialized in fibroids, and they may not be giving you all your treatment options, including the non-surgical uterine fibroid embolization, which is unreal and covered by insurance. Horizonfibroids.com is their website with three locations in Maryland, in Frederick, Maryland, Rockville, and in Germantown. Now, Dr. Will is world-renowned for his fibroid expertise. In fact, he answers questions for women dealing with fibroids all across the country. If you're in pain, heavy periods, long periods, intense cramping, or if you've had fibroids before and you think they're back, how about getting a free consultation? I have only three left. Email me, show.com. You can also check out his information or make your own appointment at horizonfibroids.com. All right, here's our girl, Candace. Okay, Candice, you are, I already have a thousand
1: questions for you. Oh my god! First of all, we, I, I have so
0: much time for you. First of all, I have missed you. You and I—look, you and I bonded anyway, like a year and a half ago. You were on this podcast. You are so in that studio. In that studio. We were over at Podcast Village. Now we're in quarantine. You're in your yeah. you're in your beautiful house. I'm here behind a green screen. I mean, but we have so much to talk about Real Housewives of Potomac And I I was saying to you before we went live The hardest part for me is I am friends with all of you So it's so hard I love all the drama And of course, you know, being like a third party, right? Like, I can totally separate it But the truth of the matter is You and Monique have not spoken Like, you guys are You are, like And you are saying you're done done
1: I, I mean, I always answer this question when people ask me with a question there is so much that has transpired. And I I gave a very good warning at the beginning of the season when I said, you have to take copious amounts of notes. You have to pay attention this season because there's, it, it goes in so many different directions. You just have to pay attention. And if you paid attention and this is just for the audience as a whole okay. and everything you've seen thus far, and even in her Grammy Emmy Tony award award-winning performance on Watch What Happens Live last night and every other performance that she's given it, it, you know since October 16th which was the day of the fight um would you want to reconcile with someone who has not only doubled not only tripled but quadrupled down on her version of this story it's it's like fairy tales and fallacies gone wild and it just it makes it it it's it like it nauseates me, and she she really needs to. I, I I hear she's in therapy. You need to stay there and get off the show. Like you to sit. And I didn't know what happened in that room with at Karen's house. I wasn't there, so I was watching with everybody else. Okay,
0: so you watched yeah. last night and yeah. saw. Okay, you were seeing it for the first time. And and you didn't believe any of that when she when she started crying and she said, "You know, I don't even know that was me. I blacked out." You don't believe that.
1: Um I I believe that she believes her own hype. I think that she has convinced and this is what is scary and and makes you question your ability to just exist in normal society is I believe that she has convinced herself that she didn't attack me, that she was reacting to an imaginary glass that actually initiated the fight, even though every camera and every angle shows different, even though executives have said, this is what happened. Production has said, this is what happened. The cast has said, this is what happened. But somehow you, the aggressor, the person who attacked me has a different version of this story. You have another angle. Like was your brother hanging from the rafters of the barn with the cell phone camera? Like what other angle could you think you possibly have that you didn't get from the network? The footage was subpoenaed from the network. So what if – I know you've you've been on a lot of shows recently. So I know
0: you've addressed this. But, you know, she keeps bringing up the point that that you and Sharice really have spread these rumors about the trainer and that Chase yeah. – you know, you guys spread the rumor that Chase was not Chris's, which really set her off, and why yeah. you would bring Sharice back into the fold. So, yeah. I mean, if you watch – of course, I'm a huge fan. I watch the show. It – it does seem like Sharice comes back on the scene to basically start shit. So is that true? Or, what, I mean, what's your take on that?
1: Because that's why she says. Yes. So, but, but be clear. That's what she says after the fact. You never hear her talk about Sharice, rumors, baby, trainer. You never hear her mention any of that during the season. And, I, I mean, I, I don't want to give anything away, but it, it doesn't come up. She she and then even if she wanted to bring it up, she had her chance on Watch What Happens Live last night to talk about that. She didn't mention it. She said in her uh, her her meeting with the with the cast at Karen's house, she says there out of her mouth twice that I heard. There's no reason. There's no there's no justification. There's I don't I don't know why I did what I did. So for her to now six months later come in and pull from her hind parts that we were spreading rumors is just, it's fodder. It's just a reason to justify what she did. That's number one. Number two, I invited Cherise to my wedding and my anniversary party because I'm friends with Cherise. Cherise and I had our issues. Season season three, my first season. And she was a geriatric grandma and I came from (laughs) Jesus and all that happened. After that, we were fine. There are photos of Charisse and I hanging out in in the DMV because we were and are friends. And my friendship with Charisse is irrespective and has nothing to do with Monique. Yes, Monique and Charisse fell out, and that's fine. But. Let's let's look at history here. Ashley and I also fell out. And Monique made it her business to befriend to to befriend Ashley. Not only that, but then to try and chastise me for my issues with Ashley that had nothing to do with her. So don't act like you can't handle if you're a grown woman, me being friends with someone that you are not friends with. That's it, it, it. Make it make sense So,
0: okay, so, you know, she was just on this show And, she, you know, she said that you two have not spoken The first time you will speak is at the reunion What are you going to say? I mean, like, that's going to be one hell of a three-part series a Three-part reunion
1: Listen, That's that's going to be four parts Like, I, I don't see how we're going to get through that without That's just that's just my speculation I have no idea But if, if Atlanta can get four parts Oh, we really Five parts. Okay. <laughs> like that's that's how crazy this gets. Um, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I, I think really my my being willing to be in the room with her is only so that I can laugh because she's going to backpedal and pop around the bush and you know come with twenty-seven different versions of the same story. And it, it, it's gonna be a repeat of what we've already seen. And I've, I've seen enough, I've heard enough. I'm actually disgusted by it. And I really don't want to ever be in, in in the presence of that kind of energy. She is a sick person. And I really don't wanna be around someone who has continued to conduct themselves in this way. A year later, she's not well, she's not remorseful. And there's nothing that I need to say to her. I'm just I'm just there so I don't get fined as they say.
0: Right, right. You contractually have to be there, right? So so okay, so for you there's at this point there's no friendship, there's nothing. And you would if she became remorseful that you felt was sincere Would you ever rekindle a friendship? Because the hardest part is Chris and Chris, you know, we're obviously friends. You see Chris Samuel saying to her, I hate to see this. You know, I like Chris. You know, you guys were all friends. And, I mean, you really are the Teresa Giudici and the Danielle of, like, modern age, you know? I mean, when they fell out for years and then they got back together, right? You guys are... That's what housewives we all want right We all eventually want Teresa and Danielle to become friends again So what okay If she shows up tearful and truly Remorseful is there a shred of Hope
1: Um I will I will answer That with with this In July of 2020 She wrote me a song Bragging About physical Violence and attacking me in July. July. This past July.
0: Four months ago. Past, three, okay, four yeah.
1: months. Ago. So if she was and this happened in October of 2019. So you've had how many months is that? To think about it, to pray with your pastor and your first lady. And you know, have get out of mommy mode and have some time to yourself because you're so busy. To to really think about what happened. You've had ample opportunities, ample opportunity to to come to me to to write me a letter to send me a singing tell whatever you wanted to do, and I'm not I'm not asking I'm not demanding anything from her. But if she was going to rep to patch things up or be remorseful, she's had time to do that. Instead of doing that, in July she was writing a song, bragging about it.
0: This is the and drag she, queen song. The right the yes. drag. Okay. Yes.
1: That that trash. Yes. She wrote me that song. Then she's on Watch What Happens Live last night, still doubling down on this, this, this fairy tale that I threw a glass at her. And, and now all of a sudden, surprise, I'm remorseful today. No, you're not. You're seeing the way that your indentured servants and your fans are coming at you and dragging you on social media, and now you realize you have to be remorseful. You're not. And at this point, you can't—I don't have a need to have someone who will write a song bragging about violence instead of calling to apologize. And, okay. There's okay. Nothing- that she could say.
0: And That's your latest crazy. song, I See You, is not directed at her.
1: Is that right? Oh, no. That that song is about my husband, honey. I wrote that song <laughs> okay. in 2018. I, okay, <laughs> okay. 2018, I wrote that song before our wedding. So, and I performed the R&B version at the wedding. We now have a go-go version, which is available on all streaming platforms. It has nothing to do with anyone That acts like that That's about my my husband
0: Okay And there's no chance Of you doing a diss track I mean this isn't You know this isn't Biggie and Tupac Huh Like we're not gonna get We're not gonna get I mean I Like I told you The hard part is I love all the drama And like you were saying This is the best season Everybody has amazing storylines Everyone You know I'm so invested in And I don't even know Why I dislike Jamal so much Because I I feel like They should It's like the father of their kids I should root for him Yet I Somehow I really don't like Jamal Like, I can't stand that storyline Wow, why not? Oh my god You know what Because I think Giselle's dad Is so amazing And so credible And when they Caught him On that hot mic Basically And I thought When Jamal sat down At that table There is a father Who like Her dad I just think Is such a class act And he looked like He had all he could do To sit there With that guy After everything He put the granddaughters Through and his daughter And it's like I just feel like People have wisdom And I don't know. Like when he said that, I'm like, I'm with you, dad. Like,
1: just, I don't know. It's, that was a really like jaw dropping moment to watch. I had to pick my job off the floor because nobody was expecting that. And I don't even think, I don't know, but I, I would think that Giselle didn't even know that that was coming until we saw the episode. And it really, that's a different kind of hurt to be in a place where you're trying to reconcile with, you know, the father of your kids, really, I would assume the love of your life, um, and have your dad, and you're, she's a daddy's girl, you know, to so have your dad not approve of your union. That's got to, that hurts. I know that hurts her. Um, but child, it, it was funny to watch. That was a mess. That was a whole <laughs>
0: I don't know. From that moment on, I've just, I, I can't, I don't know why. It's just hard for me to root for that. When in fact, he's probably wonderful and remorseful, but I don't know. That, but- to,
1: no, I, I will say this. Giselle is lighter and happier since she has been back with Jamal. She, you know, and we've all seen Giselle. Giselle can be a mean lady. She can be a little cantankerous <laughs> at times, grumpy, and she'll, she'll bite your head off. But there's is, there is a change in her aura and in her her vibe is lighter and happier and that is honestly I think because she's in a happy place with with someone that she loves and that loves her.
0: All right. Now how many more episodes are we going to have to hear about Wendy's accomplishments because I mean I <laughs> Love Wendy and I'm glad she's on CNN But I'm with Karen if we have to Hear one more time about all of her degrees No I I, but what I want to ask You is how do you like her as a fit I think she was A great addition do you like her as a Fit you think she's coming back
1: I I think that it would be A huge mistake if Bravo did not Invite Dr. Wendy Osefo back I think that She is exactly what we need on this, on our show. She is, she's really, I told her this the other day, I said the other day to her, you've made yourself invaluable on this cast because you always, you show up and you've got, all of the receipts you break it down like a a lawyer slash political commentator and it's clear and it's concise like we don't have that on our cast because everybody gets in their emotions or they can't articulate wendy can and she's she's smart she's gorgeous she's got the family she's got the house she's got the mama drama which is coming and it's triggering me already um so she's great and i and i will say this too editing can make people appear to be more pretentious than they are. Okay. Yeah. They may seem like I was always talking about being rich and having a mom that pays for everything. And that wasn't the case. But when you're forced to have to keep defending who you are, it can come up that way. And furthermore, child if i have 4 degrees i'm working <laughs> on my second degree and i'm bragging about it i, I have 4 you would know it i want to okay? ask
0: you i want to ask you about your mba i mean i i absolutely love her and her facial expressions on the show are they just make the show like it, it they are she's a fabulous. great addition I, I i mean i'm telling yeah. you you guys are firing on all cylinders i think you're the best franchise right now uh, real housewives of beverly hills i was so over it I, who cares if denise wants to have sex with a woman it's like so
1: they, it's like
0: over and over that? oh my god intensely dorinda oh god. okay yeah go ahead what do you think
1: just go back to beverly hills i have to say i was very entertained by them and i'll tell you why i think that every franchise is going to give you something different you and you want nuance right you don't want if every cast was as concentrated every season as potomac or sometimes as Atlanta can be, or even sometimes as New Jersey can be, we would be overloaded. It would be like, it's too much, it's too much. I like that there are nuances. And those ladies in Beverly Hills are very good at just keeping it you know, very classy about the It's Like I'm wafting class into my face. Like it's very like, oh, it's dramatic, but you have to read the nuance to get the drama. I liked that. You and did. The, like, Denise was so, it was just, it was painful, but it was entertaining to watch her, like, keep running away. And it's like, girl, you know, you let that girl in your box and it's fine. We're not mad at you. <laughs> it's okay. I know. Everybody <laughs> did Lady Bond here and there. It's fine. she If she just had said that, it would have had no life. It would have died. They would have had to come up with something else, but she allowed it to keep going. I know. It was like on the TV, like Denise. Just just talk about it, but she 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 couldn't.
0: Aaron seems testy, though. You know, Aaron seems like you know I I don't like that. Aaron, I don't know. You know, Aaron's curing cancer and everything. He just seems
1: very serious. You know, serious and and a little creepy. Yeah, he he doesn't butter my biscuit. He butters hers, and that's what matters. (laughs) I I could do. You know,
0: okay. You are by yeah. far. I mean, the runaway star. You and Monique are the runaway headline, runaway stars of this season. Who have you have you heard from? Any celebrities? We know major names: Sarah Paulson, all everybody, Andy. You know, um, Anderson Cooper. All these people are huge fans of the franchise. Has any Sarah Paulson is a fan of Potomac? She yes, she's obsessed with all Housewives. You know, she actually she and Andy Cohen are like BFF. She will text Andy about notes and things about all of the series. She's a huge Housewives I- fan. Yes
1: Did not know that Oh my god
0: Well I want to know Has anyone slid in your DM Like has anyone said to you Hey you know I'm on your side on this Like any big names Or has anybody said um, You know I have empathy for you Who's reached
1: out There have been A couple of Like Miniature celebrities That have reached out I don't want to say Their names Because I don't want to put them out You know because I think people want to stay neutral they don't want to come out publicly and say i'm on this side or this side but there have been a couple of miniature celebrities and then lots of fans and friends and people who um didn't used to like me uh, are coming out of the woodwork and dming me my dms are like it's ridiculous i can't even read them all oh my god i (laughs) bet. bet And it's like, the what's crazy about this whole situation is that it's, it's also been, I found, triggering for people. People will send me, like, paragraphs of, like, I could barely watch this. It was so upsetting. Coming from the angle of representing Black women, which we've talked about ad nauseum on the show thus far, you know, like, I, I just... I'm really angry that this happened and I don't want to perpetuate the stereotype or I've been in a situation that's similar and it really hurts me. And, you know, I've had people come say to me that they were crying watching it. It's it's been like a traumatic situation for not just me and people. Right. Want to. Criticize me for talking about it being traumatic But it was traumatic it is traumatic
0: Talk to me about the difference right because over the years On the Housewives franchises we've seen Teresa get numerous fights We've seen you know oh my god I mean Gina cough back in the day and Tamra Judge you know break Basically a glass almost in her face So this there's been this Theme of fighting what is different for Women of color because to Me I thought you guys there was a lot Of pressure on you all when that happened And it's like Well, this is kind of the franchise history It's not like you all, you know, fought And no one has ever fought before So what what are people who are not of color missing?
1: Well, I think it's an an unspoken It's what I like to call kitchen table conversation That happens around black kitchen tables Growing up, you know, in my house It was, we going out here We're going to Nordstrom's don't you act, don't you act up in front of these white people. You need to <laughs> behave yourself. Um, because there we had there's a history of us just not being seen or treated as equal and us having to be twice as good to get half as much. And that that is perpetuated in sort of the fabric and the DNA of what it is to be a person of color in in, in this country. And people say, and, and I had a conversation with a friend the other day. Day who was arguing with me that, you know, don't feel Candace, like you have to represent all black women. You don't. And I understand what I understand those sentiments. And I do get that. But, you know, I, I can't remove culpability from myself and, and responsibility for myself because I do feel like as only, you know, the second all black ensemble cast and, you know, in, in a, a country where we're still celebrating when Black people get anything, we still have a long way to go. Right. You know, we had a Black president, we're gonna have our first Black vice president in Jesus' name. So we're making strides, but we still have something to prove. And as such, there is a responsibility that I feel on my back to, in some way, be a, a, a positive representative for my community. And it's I don't I understand I don't have to have that burden, but I do. And so when things happen that perpetuate an already negative stereotype about us, that we are violent, that black women are angry, that all we do is fight, that we're barbaric, you know, this just adds to that. This kind of behavior adds to that And I don't like that that's being that's, That's a message that's being put out About black women
0: Was there any discussion Okay, knowing how heavy it was Was there any discussion within Bravo Production to maybe not air that Because I just wonder Like, do they have any accountability In the sense of, you know, they're obviously Going through being called out for You know, not treating women of color The same as white women on the network That's the allegation anyway, whether Andy Cohen Admits that or not or whatever you know But was there any discussion Behind the scenes like we And I know you guys don't have say Over what airs or what doesn't But did you ever hear any of that Or did people you know are people blaming Bravo for airing it
1: Yeah I have not heard Anyone say anything about blaming Bravo and I honestly don't Know if there was a conversation About whether it should be aired Um, But I can tell you that As I mean as 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 it relates to my show and you know, the people that work on my show, Bravo is very adamant about being authentic and, you know, showing things as they happened. And I was, I will say this, I was surprised that they did show what they showed because they showed everything. I, because you know, I pressed charges and I, we subpoenaed the footage when I pressed charges, so I did eventually—not right away—but I eventually did watch the footage, and you know, seeing it all play out, you know, it was many. It was a long stretch. It was like several minutes. Um, was it was awful, horrible to watch, obviously, and but I just knew. Well, they're not going to show all this. It's it's you, it breaks the fourth wall down to you know to dust. There's there's producers and there's everybody Yeah, and everybody and there's you see the lights and the PA's and you know the, the guy that tries to grab Monique and tell her to stop as she's running around the barn like a psycho. That's a PA. And it's like they're not going to show any of this. I was shocked. I was shocked. And honestly, I'm I'm not upset that they showed it because I don't think anyone would have believed it. If we had to describe it, you wouldn't have believed it. You you had to see it and you had to you had to experience it for yourself to really understand.
0: And oh, I, I saw that, you know, because the criminal charges were dropped. I think in January or, or somewhere around there. And then there was, there's been on and off, I guess, discussion about a civil suit. Are you moving forward with that or no?
1: Well, has there? Who's discussing a civil suit? <laughs> who's
0: said that? <laughs> I read it in a blog, and I want to. Okay, actually, don't misquote me. Don't misquote me. But I, I want to say there was some. You know what, okay, don't misquote me Because I was going to say I think Monique, when she was on Commented that that wasn't going to happen But I know in blogs There's been talk about you guys Potentially launching a civil suit
1: But Yes, so there was I mean, Monique has done Was doing interviews Months ago Before we, we were supposed to be talking about this She was leaking it to the press months ago She's been talking since the day after it happened Um and yes, she did do an interview I saw where she said that I was trying to sue her. And I and she does say during the season to I think Ashley that I was I was looking for a money grab. This was a money grab and I was just trying to get her aka her husband's money. And I will set the record straight again and and let you know that I never ever had intentions of suing her. That was never on the table for me. I I don't need your husband's money. You need your husband's money. I needed you to go to jail. That's what I wanted. I wanted you to have to explain to your children why you're not at home because you are having to serve time or have some sort of repercussion for putting your hands on me and then not being remorseful for it, bragging about it in front of your child. You, You are, you're, you're a pathetic disaster.
0: So, okay, you know, obviously I've known all of you guys for a while Like behind the scenes, you, Ashley, Monique So what are we missing? Because I, I have to say, I've known Monique, I've never seen And, and you know, look, I mean, I haven't shot with her for hours and hours It's not like I've, I've done very, like, social events or whatever, right? But what are we missing that's so deranged about her? Because I gotta tell you, I don't see, like, I don't see it I don't see it in you, I don't see it in her <laughs> I mean... I see like she She's you know Kind of wavered And gone back and forth In the drag queen song You know She says is therapy So I can get How there's some Debate about You know What she's doing Right And obviously the women Felt that way too Last night They called her out You know But what are we missing That's like super devious I guess Because it seems like You really feel that way You feel like she is That way Something
1: Something is not Right up here Um I will say this when i first joined this cast and i was getting to know everybody um i didn't understand why certain people didn't like monique i was like oh monique is so fun she's great she's a girl's girl she likes to laugh she likes to hang out and drink wine she likes to joke she's she's fun she's got a family that's similar to mine you know she seems really down to earth i i believed all of that and i i really loved her because it's like this is like this is the kind of girlfriend that i wanted like she reminded me of people that i grew up with with of my family yep um so it's it's very easy to to see why i could see why it's hard to believe that she's unhinged but when you work as closely as we do with someone this is not a regular job where you go and sit at your desk and, you know, and then go home. We are essentially like living on top of each other for four months. And it's a very high stress environment that brings out who you are. I always say fame and money bring out who you really are and show who you really, truly are. That's
0: true. That's true. And changes people
1: in all kinds of ways. Yes. And I think that, she allowed this platform to go to her head, and she started to grip it so tightly because it's all she had, and she was willing to do anything to protect it and keep it. And can- if Candace is a threat to that, then I'm going to black out and do whatever I need to do to protect this thing that I have, that the only thing that I have, and hold on to it. And it's the the I mean, it's hard to explain what's the unhinged part. It's just to see her tell so many different versions of a story, even after six cameras caught what happened. And for her to now be saying, "I I beat her up because she was spreading rumors. But then now you're saying, I didn't have a reason or... Or, I'm sorry, she said in in this the scene at Karen's house, there was no reason, but then later, I all these reasons are because of all of these rumors and it's it's just it's just lie after lie after lie. and then to write a song bragging about violence and then claim that it's about standing up to bullies, but you were the bully all season. I walked away from you bullying me all season prior to this incident and I, I own all day that I have a mouth and that my mouth is very I can do I call it verbal gymnastics <laughs> I, I can give you I'll give you a good backhand spring double tuck with this mouth girl right? <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I know. Listen, you watch housewives for us to argue and fuss and fit and, and uh, verbally fight and make up and then do it again in the next Wednesday like that's why you watch. That's why she joined the cast. Because Monique was a fan of Housewives before she became a housewife. She watched Housewives. You knew what you signed up for. So if you can't handle someone wrapping you up in a verbal lashing, you need to go home and do what you're good at. Mm. Being a mom. Has Bravo approached you two
0: for a spinoff? Kind of like, don't be tardy, but it could be you and Monique in therapy and then you guys could try to do challenges together where you have to work together to accomplish that. Like, This could be so good I'm sorry I'm obsessed with I I know this is real life And obviously you both Are still grappling with this It's not even a year old You have to relive All the emotions and trauma So for us watching It's easy to say Oh what about a spinoff Kind of like Amazing Race With you and Monique Yeah because that would be. I would,
1: her, I would never work. I would never give her the privilege of working with me
0: again. Okay. All right. We got to shift gears because I got a million questions for you. You're a busy woman. Tell me this Is Chris Bassett going to now beat up Michael Darby? <laughs> because
1: that's what they do. Oh my God. What's
0: going on? We see Michael Darby. Poor Michael. I mean, my God, he's sort of thrown back, you know? I mean, and, uh, you know, Michael is 61, honey. I mean, he cannot be uh... falling. I mean, what's
1: going to? A hip might be in the balance, hanging in the balance there. If he falls, honey, yes. What? Oh my God! I so I so I was watching that clip. I watched it in slow motion because I still don't know what happened. I know what Chris told me. Okay, but there's nothing like seeing it with your own two eyes, and.
0: point med
1: we so we were literally in the throes of this very intense conversation me and all of the ladies i was like in the middle of like having a conversation i was i was talking to somebody i forget who i was speaking to we were having a very intense conversation the entire group and you see me say who's fighting there's this tussle i'm like who's fighting and you look back and it's it's my husband yes. and Michael. And I'm like, "Wow!" And it just, I mean, you have to watch. It's uh, there, I can't wait. There's a lot. Of, and there's a lot of, you know, screaming and yelling that will make sense when you see it. But it was, it was crazy and unexpected. Like, you kind of, a little bit, sort of, kind of know what's coming. Mm. Nobody knew that was coming. Well, that I- was this was supposed to be a peaceful finale. We made it to the end, thank God. My birthday was the next day. I was planning my big party. I was ready to peace out from this season. And then this is we. And this is how we end. This well, is you and the- Chris
0: better get ready because that was elder abuse, honey. You're going to get more backlash because <laughs> that was some elder abuse. There. Okay, look. <laughs> Every celebrity, your husband is hot. Every celebrity is on OnlyFans. Are we gonna get Chris's brown dick for twenty-five dollars on OnlyFans? What have we got to do? Because I, I will pay. I will pay. I want to see it, girl. <laughs> when
1: we, you no, know, I, I. We never thought about that. May, listen, anything is possible. He
0: could do Only a calendar fa- of every month. I mean, he could. Uh, he is like he's hot. He's swab. You know, he's we like the anchor.
1: He'll kill me for saying this, but he is a his butt is also really amazing. He looks like, like he's I'm got obsessed. tight thighs. Yes. Oh, he has a good thunder thigh. He's. Th- I was just pulled, feeling on his thighs the other day. He has a thunder thigh <laughs> and a good butt. Yes, it's. I'm very lucky. He's very meaty. He's a meaty man. Tyga
0: just dropped nude pictures. I mean, everybody. Aaron Carter is on there. I mean, I think. What? Yes, you haven't seen Tyga's oh, stuff. Go on Twitter. No. It leaked. Tyga has a beautiful penis. It is. Unbelievable! Oh my god, it is so hot. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, Candace, I'm doing rapid fire, girl, because I want to know everything okay. about your life. Where is your mom this season? What's going on with that? Why did, did they film with your mom, but just there was so much other drama, we're not going to see her?
1: We we filmed with her toward the middle end of the season, and you see, she's in the trailer where we go out, we go somewhere, and she's she was really supportive of me during that crazy time. I was really. And not in the best way. And she came up and was very supportive and, you know, was, was in mommy mode and was being, you know, hardcore mom for me. Um, but we do see her a little bit. She, I wanted her to, to kind of take a little bit of a break. Okay. So you don't see her as much as you've seen her in previous seasons. She needed to just, have some time, have a moment to herself and you know, not get too riled up and too too busy with me. Um, but okay. she is around, she's just here. So I shot a, I just wrapped a movie for BET, a Christmas film for BET. And you actually will see my mom, it, she's an extra in the movie.
0: Oh my God, what is this gonna be about? I love holiday Christmas movies. So what
1: are you guys gonna be, what are you gonna be doing? Oh! Yes. So we haven't officially released anything yet. So I can't talk too much about it, but it's an amazing, like it's not your typical Christmas movie. It has drama. It has a little bit of tragedy. It's funny. My character is she's, she's not like me at all. So I really had to kind of tap in and, you know, give something else. I don't want to give away too much, but it's, it's a really, really funny, wholesome Entertaining kind of sad But like it comes back at the end Film
0: it's Okay, really
1: And of course last season was
0: all driven By your mom allegedly paying Your mortgage all those things is your Mom still giving you money and let me tell you If my mom had a nickel I would take it all from her So I am not judging you Okay I think it's wonderful who the Fuck wants to pay their own marriage uh, their own Mortgage none of us want to pay a mortgage it, I So like that. what's the Truth now Is she still giving you guys
1: any Money so i think at the conclusion of last season's reunion i brought my mortgage to or my uh yep. my deed to the reunion to show that my name was on my house my mother's name is also on this house um but my name is on the house as well because it's also my home i also own this home um, i think at the end of last season you see us taking over the whole mortgage so we you know i you, you can ask my bank account because i don't like looking at it we pay, <laughs> we pay the full mortgage we've always paid the full mortgage here since you since you saw us put the little check in the mail at the end of last season before that actually
0: okay so, yes i love it so she's not giving you guys any more money you pay your own mortgage I, I I would imagine she's going to start asking you for money now that you're acting. You've got a song out now. The hit show. I mean, when is she going to start invoicing you? Uh,
1: well, she says all the time, you know, <laughs> you you owe me millions of dollars for everything that I've done for you, all the pageants and all of the this and the that. It's like, okay. She's I hope
0: that's mom. I hope that's season six where she starts sending you detailed invoices of money that she wants back. Your mom is a trip. She is amazing. I,
1: I'm glad you know it. She,
0: she's <laughs> okay. Talk to us about this. COVID has been so awful for restaurants. We know that Chris has a very successful barbecue place in Virginia. What's going on, though? Guys, are you going to be able to keep the business? It's been so hard.
1: So I don't want to say too much yet, but they're, the, rest, so the restaurant was closed for a long time. Um, they are getting ready to open back up soon, but we're not sure yet what's going to happen? Like it's, it's still kind of up in the air. They were closed for so long. And, you know, in, in restaurants, it's, it's tricky because you've got vendors and you have to order so many things from different places And that things are billed. If you don't keep up with it, things can get behind really quickly. And so you have to kind of stop payments so that you don't get behind and then picking back up and like having to go through inventory and decide like what's spoiled and what needs to be thrown away what needs to be reordered, what needs what is what's good what can we still use all of that it's easy to get behind really quickly in, in a restaurant so we're we're still kind of waiting to see how that pans out a lot of restaurants didn't make it or are not going to make it which is really really sad so we're we're still kind of figuring that out and waiting to see what what I know
0: it's, it's such a difficult time And yeah It's just crazy With what's going on um, Would yeah. you ever collaborate With Ashley Darby And do a song? What? <laughs> you and Ashley Darby Would you two ever record A song together? Chucky Thompson uh, could produce I mean, what do you think?
1: <laughs> she doesn't deserve Chucky Thompson
0: <laughs> What?
1: She doesn't deserve it Really? You know,
0: honestly, Wait, are you two girls good now or no? She, I, I, saw her last. No, you're not good. You're not good. You had a falling out because I saw her about a year ago, um, and she was very upfront with me. You know, she was very mad. She was very upset about an interview that I did when you were on the show, and she felt girl? that I was reveling and celebrating in the drama that Michael had had with the alleged gay rumors. And yes, she was very mad at me. And you know, I, I said. I,
1: Funny. That's very funny coming from the person who has made their check, who has literally earned their check on this show, reveling in everybody else's business.
0: Well, she felt like we were friends outside, and that Ashley and Michael had offered the restaurant to me at times for podcast things. And she felt that Correct. when you were on, I celebrated too much in their drama and demise. So, and she had told me then that you two girls were good. Now, that was November 2019. Now, since we've talked and everything seems good with Ash, I think on for my end. But what's happened? So you two aren't friends since then.
1: Um, I I don't know. I don't know what we are. I think that there's a lot of season left, and oh. I will come back and have give you a a mouthful, an earful. I'm sorry, an earful. Um, when I can talk about it. But you know, you you just. You can't trust these hoes. You can't trust
0: <laughs> I guess I mean, and you know, you never know what upsets people. You know, because I feel like you know what? When I'm a famous talk show host, you know, getting like at, coming on after Wendy, if people want to say anything about me, I don't care. You want to say my twat smells fabulous? I mean, I don't care. Like, I just want my name in your mouth. You know? I mean, this is like—it's not like Birdman, you know. You know, Anyone can keep their name in my mouth I don't care Um, Okay also you know the blogs have been good to you too I now just read that you're worth 4.5
1: million Do you want to confirm what you're worth? I'm worth I'm priceless honey (laughs) You can't put a price on this brown body girl (laughs) I read that I said wow wow, Her net worth increased
0: super quick 4.5 million I hope you and Chris are worth That is a lot
1: yeah, we, I mean, you know, we're like I said, we are both priceless. I know I'm priceless, and my husband is also priceless. He is. He's, there's, a, there's, he's, a, there's good no he's a good sport. He's a good sport. He's a great sport. He is. Chris is the MVP of the last like five years of my life. Like. Are you kidding me he I would not be here if it were not for my husband he has held me together he's the glue
0: I know he he, you can tell he is such a good soul and okay and how is it going being a stepmom because we obviously saw you got married like is we didn't we haven't gotten into a lot with Chris's kids I know you know there's lots going on there but privately how are you liking that role
1: So I refer to myself affectionately as a bonus mom. Oh, okay, bonus mom's even better. I like bonus mom. And the kids are doing really great. They were actually here um, in July for almost a month. And we just had a great time. We hung out, Chris cooked every day. We played games, we went to the park. They I, I I'm really it's important to me that Chris and his kids have their own personal bonding time. Yeah. So we spent a lot of time together where they could kind of, you know, make memories on their own that didn't necessarily involve me. As a bonus child myself, I know how important it is that you, you have those memories with your parents that you don't get to see all the time. So we did a lot of movie watching. Oh my, we watch movies every night and just had fun. It was just a fun time. My bonus son's birthday was around that time. So we celebrated his birthday and it was just fun. And I, the I'm campaigning really heavy for the kids to move up here because they, they live several States away.
0: Oh, wow.
1: I just, I really wish that we could get to a place where they could be closer so that Chris could really, be in their lives 24/7. Wow. You know? You're a
0: good bonus mom. Cuz a lot of women would not want that, but your own history, right? You you know, you right. went through it with your parents and they didn't speak yeah. and you know how difficult that is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 And it does affect you. It really does affect you on a personal growth level, but it also affects the way that you see yourself as a parent. When you see your parents, you know, parenting in a crazy way, it it affects the way that you see yourself as, as a child, but also as a parent. And it's, I'm currently going through a lot of that right now. Like, do I want to be a parent? And I think part of it is because of the things that I've seen in my childhood with my parents and, you know, the divorce and just, just, it was a lot of drama and a lot of, a lot of hurt feelings, Um, but it affects I don't want that to affect my bonus kids Doesn't it suck because that trauma stays with you
0: forever Like and even through therapy oh, yeah. You you try to unlearn oh, yeah. it But then you catch oh, yeah. yourself like You know either repeating Starting to repeat their mistakes And you have to stop yourself I mean it really fucking sucks you know And then you have to forgive them and let it go yeah.
1: Oh yeah You there's a time where you start You have to stop seeing your parents As parents And start seeing them as human beings And that is for me the hardest thing, because you, I worship my parents. I worship my mom. I worship my dad and my step-parents, because I've been my step-parents since I was two and five. So they've been in my life my whole life, and they are such great examples of success and instilling education in me and just showing me how to be a great human. So you see them in this light, and then it's like, wait a minute, Y'all kind of fucked up. Like y'all are crazy, and you have to sort of, you know, remove them from the pedestal in some respects, and say, okay, I can't be upset with you for being a human. You're my parent, but you're you were a human. For you were my parent, I can't be upset with you, and that's where I am. I'm that's where I'm trying to be with it, but it, it does affect. It does affect you. It affects me to this day, and I'm 33, and I'm still like, oh, my parents. Like I, I still, of it's still. Not-
0: yeah and you know And it's I think too It's so generational right Like they did the best They could yeah. with what They had yeah. at the time Right and then you And Chris yeah. are so much More evolved than yes. What they could even be You know Yeah, um, yeah. So it, it is um, All right I got two More questions for you So so one I thought This was really good And I'm curious to know Who dug this up But you know you got Some heat earlier this year For homophobic tweets That came up in the past I've been canceled So I've been through All that I know how Traumatic that is Did who? Yeah. Did a fan of the show Who went to the trouble To dig all that up And how, did you wake up One morning You get on Twitter And people are like Fuck you How did that all evolve
1: Yeah I I woke up On our wedding anniversary
0: Oh I've been there I, I've been It's the yeah. worst Because you don't expect yeah. it And then all of a sudden There's all this like Negative comments Under your thing And you're like What did I do
1: right. And then yeah. Yeah. yeah It was It was one of the worst days of my life, uh, one of the worst weeks of my life, because you know it it lasted a, 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 a nice little week of time um, just, just talking about it. Um, um, but I, I I had to own what I said because I I tweeted those things, albeit ten years ago, but they were still my tweets. I still said them and. I know my relationship with the LGBTQ plus community and what they mean to me and have always meant to me. And the way I, I mean, I joke and say, you know, I was raised by the gays, honey, but I was, I was truly, I've always been truly embraced by um, the the entire community. Yeah. Uh, So to, to know that I had a hand in speaking in a way that is hurtful to them and damaging to this group of people that is already you know marginalized and seen as less than and and you know having to prove um their humanity just to be seen as you know half as good um is it it was it was a really shitty time um and i just wish that i knew then 10 years ago what i know now i know about um, the way the the best ways to, um, to Be an ally and that was that that wasn't it
0: Well, I thought it wasn't it. I thought you handled that really well really quickly. You got out You know, I thought just a very sincere state. I thought you did a great job and it does suck because 10 years ago We talk about evolution, right? I mean, I even remember like being on the radio show Then I mean some of the bits and things We did, you know, you they never fly today, you know, but it was just like 10 years ago in 2010, everybody, you know, TV shows, everybody would make
1: other yeah. jokes, you know? Yeah. The, the culture has shifted a lot yeah. for the LGBTQ plus community, which I think is also a testament to their hard work. You know, I, I've worked as uh, an ambassador for the human rights campaign. Um, I'm al- always sounding off and going off on my, my personal social channels about, uh, discrimination, um, against the gay community, the the entire LGBTQ plus community as a whole. And I think it is a testament to how far they have come as a community that we are now in a place 10 years later to where there are things that, okay, we know we can't, we shouldn't be saying these things. We can't say these things. There's a way to address, um, this community and not be offensive. And these are things that are offensive. So let's let's work on not speaking this way in a in, in a way that really just denigrates people that are already dealing with so much.
0: Well Candace, you're amazing. I love calling you a friend. You're fabulous. I mean you are just a breakout star. Maybe it wasn't the way you had envisioned it to be, but you you win. <laughs> I guess, I guess probably not, you know. Um, you know you, but you are, and uh, you know I'm so proud to be from this area because I'll tell you, years ago, everybody would say, and you would probably recall this. Ten years ago in DC, people would say a reality show will never work here. People are too, oh, yes. you know, people are are too buttoned up. Yes, they're, they're,
1: yeah. Say yeah. They're too secretive. They're too private. You know, and I I worked in politics, so I've seen red tape of it all and the way that people will put on airs to be, you know, to present this certain version of themselves to society, to the political society in this town. And I said the same thing. And when DC housewives popped up, I was like, who, who is these biddies? Because what, what are they about to talk about? It, it was unheard of. It was unheard of. So yeah, the fact that we are here, you know, so many years later and we're thriving and, you know, they're, they're calling us the the breakout and the top whatever on Bravo, like that's, it's wild to me. And it's even wilder that I'm a part of it. I still don't quite believe that I'm a part of this, this this crazy family.
0: It's, it's like- am- It's amazing. Ah! I think- You ladies have made history because, I mean, Rob Lowe tried a reality show here. Uh, They tried to film, um, you know, the real world here. One of the final seasons. I think that sunk the show, you know. (laughs) It did. It sunk the show No one watched after that And you guys have fucking come in And blown the lid off it And made this a place where people Want to go see things in Potomac Want to go to National Harbor Want to know the tea. I mean, it's it's true I don't think you all get enough credit for that Because I don't think people outside of the DMV Realize how difficult this market is
1: To create entertainment Yeah, and even casting here Is not easy You know, as far as us You know, we're always looking to add to our group and and to bring our new friends in. None of my friends want to be on this. Like, I I, I ain't doing that. I'm not doing that. No, No, my friends are like, like my best, best, best friend is like, you never see her. You don't see, because she just doesn't want to be a part of the show. It's so weird how Chris's family, they're all from this area. None of them want to be a part of the show and his family is amazing they're they're funny they're kind they're crazy in the best way they're they're just the most amazing people they they are like nope we're good it's a funny town people
0: are so worried about their image in a way that new york la atlanta people don't care they they don't don't care.
1: care yeah it's so weird you would think maybe in new york it would be more difficult but no it's but you know what it is too i always say this most of these women that want to be it's not the women that have the issue it's the husband's honey i'm gonna tell you why because most of these husbands got two or three concubines in the closet (laughs) and if they come on the show then all of the salacious drama is gonna come out the closet and it's like oh like that's what it is it's never the wives it's because i have two friends who were looking to like, come into the fold of the show And it was their husbands that were like, no god, Sorry, you can't be That,
0: that just, is Just
1: squashed my dreams, just squashed them
0: <sighs> Oh my god, well the show is so amazing Is there anything you are working on promoting right now Aside from Real Housewives of Potomac Which we know airs on Sunday nights um, yeah. Anything else you want to promote Because we love supporting you And, and you've been
1: just such a success Yes, yeah, so the show airs Sunday nights at 9 I'm also working. I told you that I did a movie for BET. Yeah. That is set to come out sometime in December. I'm not sure when, um, but be on the lookout for, I'll be doing press for that. So be on the lookout for that. I'm also working really heavily on music. Really? Yes. So I'm actually going to the studio this week. And then again, in two weeks to finish my project um well I'm, I'm probably gonna have like one or two more songs that i that i do um but i'm i'm hoping to have something for the people by the top of the year
0: and you mean project. And so like a few more singles right because no one does really albums anymore right isn't it always about well, the single
1: yes yeah, so we'll we will probably release something like a teaser of something um in the next month or two but i'm working on an ep and really I'm, I have, I'm going to have so many songs. I'll have enough for an LP. I don't know if I'll do a full album, but I, I will have enough for an EP. That's, that's the, that was the goal was to have enough for an EP. And I'm working on, on my EP.
0: I can't wait. I can't wait. And I'm telling you, you've got to entertain this idea of an amazing race show. You and Monique dropped in Thailand and have to find your way home. I mean, it would just be so epic. It yeah. so epic. <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm sweating'm unworthy. Unworthy. unworthy I am sweating for both of you for this damn reunion I, I am plus the husbands are gonna bring the husband I'm sweating for you but you women are Cool as cucumbers it will be great it will all sort itself out so Candace we love you be sure to follow her on social media all your you can find everything at Candace Dillard bassett like across all platforms I think for the most part yes um, all right Candace love you thanks for doing the show yeah,
1: love you too you're yes